You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, August 30th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. A top U.S. delegation has arrived in Israel for consultations with the country's leaders ahead of tomorrow's historic first direct commercial flight from Israel to the United Arab Emirates. It's led by the White House's senior advisor, Jared Kushner, national security advisor for the U.S., Robert O'Brien, envoy for Iran, Brian Hook, and special representative for international negotiations, Avi Berkowitz. They are scheduled to meet with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at this time and afterwards with alternate Premier and Defense Minister Benny Gantz and Foreign Minister Gabi Ashkenazi. Israel has welcomed the decision over the weekend by the UAE to cancel its Israel boycott law and allow economic agreements. This is an important step in promoting prosperity and peace in the region, Netanyahu said in a statement. UAE President Khalifa bin Zayed al-Nahyan said that the abolishing of the boycott was part of his country's efforts to expand diplomatic and commercial cooperation with Israel, leading to bilateral relations by stimulating economic growth and promoting technological innovation. The move comes ahead of the arrival of a joint U.S. senior diplomatic delegation to Abu Dhabi. Minister for Regional Cooperation, Ofria Kunis, told Khan that Israel hopes to hold a signing ceremony in Washington for the normalization of ties with the UAE by mid-September, possibly before Rosh Hashanah. Leading the Israeli delegation to Abu Dhabi tomorrow will be National Security Advisor Mir Ben Shabbat, along with Director Generals of Government Ministries. The first direct commercial flight between Israel and the UAE will be on an El Al airliner, the company released a photo of the U.S.-built Boeing 737-900 jet with the words peace in English, Hebrew, and Arabic inscribed on the exterior above the cockpit window for the occasion. The number of coronavirus-related deaths has topped 900, with health ministry officials saying that 909 people have so far died of the virus. There are currently 441 people in serious condition, with 121 of these on ventilators. The number of people with confirmed coronavirus currently stands at 20,151, about 500 less than yesterday, according to the ministry's statistics. The Corona Cabinet is this afternoon to convene to discuss the so-called traffic light plan presented by the Coronavirus Response Coordinator, Professor Ronnie Gamzu. His plan calls for identifying communities as red, yellow, orange, or green based on the state of the coronavirus there. He calls for imposing restrictions on the opening of schools in the red cities. The ministers are also expected to discuss the possibility of imposing a lockdown for the high holiday period. Furthermore, Prime Minister Netanyahu appointed Likud Minister Zev Elkin to head a ministerial team to come up with a plan to allow Israelis to travel to Uman under the severe restrictions of the authorities in the Ukraine. On Friday, Housing and Construction Minister Yaakov Litzman of the United Torah Judaism Party threatened to bolt the coalition if the government put the country under lockdown for the holidays. Israel's public lab workers have launched an open-ended strike over a pay dispute with the Treasury over their increased workload. Some 2,000 lab workers at about 400 public medical labs said they will continue to carry out coronavirus testing but would only notify those whose results are positive. Those who tested negative for COVID-19 would not be updated. But union leaders said this too would be halted if no progress was made in talks today. 
The strike means that tests will not be processed for patients awaiting release from hospitals or those awaiting non-essential surgery. And the move also sabotages travel abroad since Israelis wishing to leave the country must present a negative coronavirus test from the previous 24 hours. Thousands of demonstrators protested in Jerusalem and other sites across the country against Prime Minister Netanyahu last night. In Jerusalem, some 15,000 people protested near Paris Square, and they were joined for the first time by some 200 Hasidim from the Bratislav sect who were angry over the government ban on their pilgrimage to Uman in the Ukraine. Army tanks struck at a Hamas position in the Gaza Strip before dawn today in response to the incessant launch of incendiary balloons that have set dozens of fires in southern Israel. There were no reports of any casualties. The Nature and Parks Authority has announced that due to the extreme heat, hiking trails in the Darja Stream and the Og Stream, as well as repelling sites in the Judean Desert Streams, will be closed to visitors until Wednesday. Taking a look at the weather, it will be hot and dry with extreme heat wave conditions prevailing in the hilly regions and the central parts of the country and humid along the coast. Tomorrow, no change. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem and Tzfat, 38, Tel Aviv and Haifa, 32, Beersheba, 36, and an Elat going up to 42 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. at Israel time for our one-hour news program.